0: hello hello everyone it is Raylan b uh this week's gonna be a little different um there's no intro music we're just gonna go right into it so this week it is valentine's day or this sunday is valentine's day anyway and this week we have ben giuliano what's up what's up (laughs) (laughs) okay so this week we want to talk about relationships, and Ben has some news for us. Do you, Ben? Do you have an update? Actually, we should just introduce your introduce yourself. Go ahead, That's Ben. Cool.
1: Okay. Hello, my name is Ben Juliano or Juliano. Um, <laughs> I moved to. Uh, well, I'm currently in California. I'm originally from Hawaii. <laughs> I'm going to school for marriage and family therapy um, here in California, and love, love has been crazy in my life here and there.
0: So I kind of feel like you may be the best person to talk about relationships because one, you're dating and you get the perspective of that. You live in LA and you're gay. And you had just moved to L.A., and so living in another state is kind of new for you. So you're going through all of the motions of finding your community, making some friends, balancing having a personal life and a relationship and school. Yeah. So you told me that you had some stuff. I do. I do. I have
1: a lot of things to share. Well, a little bit of background. I just recently came out to my parents Yay for oh me. Oh my,
0: yes, yeah. congratulations. Yeah, I read so, it and I was like, wait, they didn't know this whole time?
1: No. So, you know, I think a lot of gay people can kind of relate to me and, you know, lesbians, gay, transgendered, whoever. Yeah. When it comes to coming out, I think the hardest people to come out to is your parents or your close relatives. I think, you know, I think there's a fear of disappointment and a fear of not knowing of being rejected by them and you know unfortunately there are some people who get rejected who are rejected from their loved ones but fortunately my parents accepted me for who I am me and my sister because we're both lesbian. Oh she's lesbian I'm gay. So oh, awesome. It's been good. It's been it's been great. Um so How did your I parents think take it they took it really well. Um
0: I'm so glad
1: it was it, you know, like, especially for Filipino culture, oh, it's yeah. very difficult for, you know, the elder generations to kind of talk about feelings and yes. understand and even talk about how they feel or even cry sometimes. Yeah. So I felt like I broke a barrier between their emotions and kind of just broke that shell, you know, for a new family bond. That's
0: but, good. Yeah, it was good. I was actually just talking to Alice. Um, we talked about how because my family is a little different. Like, I'm not your typical like Filipino family. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't have a really big family. I'm not close to any of my family members at all. I'm not close to like my cousins or anything. And um, I talked about how we don't have a lot of communication. And so, right. like, talking about our feelings or talking about, like, I, I felt like I didn't really have that support or that kind of guidance when it came to like high school and college and things like that. So, I felt like I was doing it on my own and I was doing, I grew up with the world, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Does it feel like it's been like a, a weight has been lifted? From your yeah, shoulders, like from your heart?
1: Yeah, definitely. And so I think this goes into what I was going to talk to you about. So, you know, I know me and you, we've been so all about manifestation, uh-huh. of attraction, and all of those different things. And, you know, our previous boss, Emmy, she would talk to you about all of that mm-hmm. good stuff and how, you know, we have so much blocks in our lives that we yes. don't even realize it. Yes. So, my revelation from, you know, all the meditation and, you know, putting things out into the universe was that I'm, I was blocking myself. I was blocking myself because my closest family members didn't know who I was. And so, you know, I think for me, like that block just removed everything. It removed my insecurities. It removed my communication barrier between my parents and I put it out into the universe being like, you know, I'm ready. I'm ready for this. I'm ready for commitment. I'm ready for love. I'm ready for abundance. I'm ready to have my love of my life come into my life already so I can introduce him to my family. Yes. And, you know, I truly believe that's what the universe wanted me to do in the first place was to remove that block. And, you know, I am dating. (laughs) I'm putting myself I've been putting myself out there yes um but it's it's been rough you know as a Mm -hmm. gay man it's it it is rough to date especially in a new state but yeah I just feel this huge weight has been lifted and I feel better I feel better about myself I feel better about everything that's aligning in my life
0: right now I'm so happy for you so we know each other through college yes PRSSA and we've kind of gotten a lot closer, I think, mm-hmm. working together at yeah. Yelp, Yelp Hawaii for the for the community. mean, our former boss, she grew the Yelp Hawaii community here. And she, I felt like she was my spiritual guide, mm-hmm. but then there were just things that I did not know about myself or there were things like just within me that kind of, I don't want to say rejected because I always had it in my mind, but it was like, I, I didn't know if like I was ready or what it was, mm-hmm. but she was always that she was, she was that guide for me.
1: Yeah. She was like our mom pretty much. Oh my God. Yeah. No, yeah. Mom. She was
0: definitely. Yeah. 100%. My work mm-hmm. mom now I have new parents. So now that you've come out to your parents, how have things been, have things fallen into place?
1: Yeah. So I feel more at ease with myself. I feel more in tune with who I am. It's crazy because, you know, it just took that one step. And I thought before I knew who I was, I knew what I wanted and all these different things. I still know what I want, but I feel like it just brought more clarity for me. And, Mm -hmm. you know, thinking of it as a smog mirror or you know and slowly being lifted and yeah I kind of see clearer Mm -hmm. now but yeah so relationships
0: okay (laughs) what have you done with the last guy that we were talking about so I guess okay go ahead
1: so well I guess you do you want a backstory of like my dating life yes Okay. So I was really afraid. This was when, um, 20, 2010 after graduation from high school, you know, I was like, okay, it's finally my turn. I can finally date. I can finally do my own things because I'm going to be dorming. I'm going to be living this extravagant college life that, mm-hmm. you know, we all kind of looked forward for in high school and that we're going to all be free and stuff. But, you know, I felt like I didn't really date in, high, in college I kind of was too afraid because I didn't know who I was yet and I was afraid of you know rejection and you know I felt like I had very low self-esteem and very low self-love for myself and it did fall for some some guys here and there but you know I feel like we go through this phase where we fall in love with an, an infatuation with somebody and we kind of play it in our heads like how life would be with them. And we kind of fall into this mind trap that, you know, like Mm -hmm. you fantasize about life with them and Mm -hmm. all these amazing things that you could do with them. But in reality, did you know, did we take that first step into actually talking to them, getting to know them, or even Mm -hmm. acknowledging how we feel about them? And I felt like I was going through that loophole and I was like, okay, like this is stupid. So, in general, like, I didn't date in college. I just fell for that infatuation with somebody. Uh So, after college, that's when things began to kind of get real.
0: (laughs) Yes. Okay.
1: So, I guess, like, we have to define what is dating. Is it, you know, like, there's so many definitions between, you know, dating. It's, are you guys casual? Are you guys friends with benefits? Is that Mm -hmm. considered dating? and you know there's so many definitions out there but you know what's your definition yeah my definition it's dating dating is for me is talking to somebody going on dates with Mm -hmm.
0: them getting to know Um, someone
1: getting to know them and for me it's like it's letting them into your personal life into your head into your heart into your soul it's allowing them to kind of become part of you in that story that you have created for yourself in that moment. And I feel like, <laughs>
0: so beautiful. I, feel like
1: <laughs> I feel like that's dating, you know, I think it's getting to know somebody and it's courtship, even though you guys don't really have an end in mind yet. It's trying to see if you both are going to mesh together well, or yeah. you both have the same dreams, aspirations, or does it even align? And You know, I think I've had my fair share of reading and listening to relationship podcast and dating podcast, you know, that I kind of understand a little bit more about it now. Mm
0: -hmm. But
1: yeah, that's what dating for me is. It's allowing somebody to come into your life personally.
0: Yeah. And aside from like podcasts and I guess going back to like growing up with the world, Mm -hmm. um, for me, Did you, was there anyone that you could talk to about relationships that, Mm, what should I do or like, have you, yeah, like, do you have any friends who just kind of, kind of went in the same direction? (laughs) Yeah. That were going through the same things as you.
1: Yeah. Oh, great question. You know, I don't even have a network of gay friends. Crazy. Mm
0: -hmm. Most of
1: my, well, all of my friends are either straight, you know, or married, you know, and we'll see guys and girls here and there. But Uh it's I feel like Dee didn't understand where I was coming from with relationships. And I think that's why I sought out, you know, looking at podcasts and reading. Mm -hmm. But I did have a few friends who were were my soundboard whenever I would kind of run into problems when it comes to relationships. You know, I think advice is good. You know, the the way people tell you to do things or the way, mm. you know, it's, I think it brings a little bit clarity to the issues that you're going through with relationships. However, you know, we're all flawed and, you know, some people just give really bad advice <laughs> <laughs> and we fall into the trap and listen to it and yeah. we're like, shit. <laughs> Why did I it's, listen to you? It,
0: it, it's all about the learning experience. And I think talking through everything is is the key to all of it. But then also yeah. kind of getting like the reality, like for someone else to tell you to like snap out of something, mm-hmm. knowing that you're like in this days, you're in lust in a relationship. And it's 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 good to talk it out because sometimes, although they might give you terrible advice, mm-hmm there will be people who will be like you need to stop like this this relationship is tearing you apart yeah
1: I'm and like, you know crazy. what like sometimes well, most of the time when we're in love with that person or have that emotional connection we can't let go we it's such mm-hmm. a hard thing to oh do my gosh, for yes. all of us yeah i mean from my experience it's hard to let go of somebody that you've built such an emotional connection with
0: there are some points like I think I've just learned it along the way, just through through dating a year, yeah. years or two ago. You just yeah. kind of, you kind of learn it, but I've learned to be very upfront about the whole relationship thing and like what this is going to be.
1: Yes. Like, what do you want? Being oh, direct.
0: with oh There's so many things I want to talk about. Okay. Should we yes. go into dating apps or like <laughs> just, just, but just I'm on dating them. apps are the devil, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but okay, we're still me, on it.
0: Yeah, I'm 100% an advocate for dating apps. Mm -hmm. I believe you just have to be really open minded about using them and be very clear and communicate what it is that you want from whoever it is that you're talking to. Yes. Oh, gosh. Do you have any like dating app, awful dating app stories?
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, gosh. I've been catfished.
0: Oh, no. I've seen friends who are catfished because Hawaii yeah. is such a small community, such a small island that there are people mm-hmm. who are not them. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, my God. When I try and you know me, I'm going to like start a conversation be like, hey, swipe right if you see your friends. But yeah. it, and they end up blocking me because it's not actually it's not actually them. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like I text them and like, hey,
1: <laughs> I saw you on dating app.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh.
1: Yeah. I got catfished twice and uh, do I remember the story okay so one was <laughs> from Australia and oh my gosh
0: I was this like "This is oh, why like... you want to go to Australia is it He's no
1: called. no oh, not okay. that, that that's another thing right <laughs> I was like this guy's hot this guy's cute you know he mm-hmm. can hold a conversation mm-hmm. um and I was like, cool, like Australia. I've never met anyone from Australia before. And so it was crazy. I mean, it was good because we we did, I forgot what app it was. I don't know if it was WhatsApp, but we were communicating through WhatsApp. We moved on from Tinder to WhatsApp. And there's this feature where you can kind of video chat. And I mean, I could see him, but I couldn't really see him. So it was kind of like a little bit blurry, but not so blurry. And I mean, he was real. I was talking to someone real, but he didn't look like the picture. Things got kind of shady. Like we were just texting and he was like, he just like was asking for nudes, asking for videos. And I wasn't all, I'm not about that. So I was like, I'm sorry, I can't do this. And he kind of like weaned off Mm -hmm. and he, I don't know, it was kind of crazy. He gave like this whole uh, long ass message saying that you're going crazy. Like, I thought you really liked me. Like, why can't you do this for me? And I was like, bruh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm I'm like swiping through Tinder and I see his picture again, but with right. a different name. So I screenshot it and I send it to him. He's like, Isn't this you? And he's like, Yeah, that's not that's not me. And that's your picture. And he's like, That's not my picture. I'm like, that is that's you. That's your picture. We exchanged pictures. That's the picture you gave me. And he's oh, like, no. You're going crazy. And I Immediately was like, I don't need this energy. I blocked it
0: up. Oh my gosh. I think we should have just stopped at just the, this is weird. Like, yeah. next block. Yeah.
1: yeah. And, you know, I feel like so many people, I mean, like, I feel our generation or people in general are so infatuated with romance, with love, with, oh man, hopeless romantics. I feel like oh, we are yeah. all hopeless romantics.
0: I blame the something. media. I blame yeah. the media. I blame the movies. Yes. Because there are people, like on Instagram, there are couples that you can just feel how much you love, how much they love them through their mm-hmm. their stories and their, their photos that they take of them. Yeah. I will admit that that is the kind of relationship that I want. But I'm also mm-hmm. being realistic and not everyone either – that technically savvy or that good of a photographer
1: exactly and (laughs) you know have you heard of that saying where people just kind of put up a front on social media and in reality the relationship is just going to shit oh
0: my gosh (laughs) yeah yeah i just I, i also can't imagine I just can't imagine. I lately have just been weaning off from posting on social media or trying. Mm -hmm. I'm trying really hard not to be on it, which I think is kind of it's 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 a good and bad thing because it's good because I I don't get to see like I'm not influenced by anything that's on there. And like, I don't feel like I'm, I'm missing out on like eating out or something like that. But it's also kind of hurting, like I guess engagement, especially for, uh, for Instagram for the podcast, and so torn.
1: <laughs> yeah, but okay. dating apps, yes, that's that was one of my horror stories. And
0: okay, was that when you were world. back here, back home?
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. that was years ago.
0: Tell me about dating and dating apps in LA. Ooh, How does I it get, compare?
1: I get more um, matches here. <laughs> then back home the
0: population is a lot more a lot much yeah much but, greater.
1: but it's the same shit it's the same thing different cities same shit where you know you match with somebody and they don't even talk to you mm-hmm. and I'm just like okay so it's the same thing I don't know right. how it is with um you know the straight tender, right but with the gay tender, that's pretty much how it is and people kind of like put it on their bio. Saying like, right. "quote, let's match and not speak to each other," right. end quote. And I mean, I've had like some wins here and there, but mm-hmm. I feel like it. You know, I think before, prior to this new year, I wasn't again. What you said, I wasn't being direct with what mm-hmm. I wanted because are I honestly you... I didn't know what I want wanted.
0: Yeah. So, are you the person to initiate the conversation, or do you want them to initiate them?
1: I'm an initiator, so I usually initiate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And usually I'm the first one.
0: Yeah. Me too. I, I guess being a straight female, I guess there are just a lot of thirsty guys out there. So <laughs> yeah. um uh so <laughs> But I mean, me being very proactive, I'll just like swipe on people or I'll just swipe on people as like, yeah. like, if I want to compliment them, I'll swipe them. And if they swipe right on me, then I'm just like, I, cause I've actually made some pretty, I would say start off as pretty good friends. We're not friends anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would usually like compliment them and be like, it's something stupid, like, Give the biggest smile I've ever seen. And I've told that to someone and we started a conversation and we became friends and we had a yeah. falling out or whatever. Anyways, um, and yeah. So I just kind of, I like to start it off that way. Like yeah. me as a person dating, being proactive.
1: Exactly. And I feel like when it comes to dating apps, it's being confident in yourself. And I hate when people say that you have to play the game. You can't leave all your cards on the table. But it's like, in reality, what? why are you going to just keep playing games? Are you going to keep doing yeah. this back and forth until you actually like this person or until that person is actually into you? Right. I feel like chemistry shouldn't be built on lies and games. I think it should be built on, you know, mm-hmm. realistic expectations and communication and just laying yourself out there in front of them. This is me. Yeah. It's all you're going to get. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i don't like to waste time you know yeah stop playing these games with me like i'm not here to play games with you like if no. i i mean they're not to say that there's nothing wrong with playing games with people because i i know there are some people who get off of that but mm-hmm. dating's hard dating is like a it's a culture
1: it is and you know with this pandemic it's even more difficult i feel
0: like what do you do do you be like hey have you gotten COVID tested recently (laughs) like have you do a whole questionnaire like have you come in contact with anyone within the last two weeks is the person that you're with like (laughs) do they live in the same household
1: (laughs) you know that's what i'm always concerned about and afraid of because i feel like i have such a not such a weak immune system but you know my immune system is up and down here and there Mm -hmm. and you know i Always ask. Well, not always. Now I'm like, okay, like, do you have any COVID symptoms? And I remembered one guy was like, "Are you serious right now?" And I'm like, "Dude, yes. Like, this is no joke. Like, I'm. If I ask you if you have STDs, are you gonna say the same like answer?"
0: Yes, like that. That is like some courtesy shit. Like, you don't just go around fucking meeting up with people and having sex with. Oh God.
1: Exactly. So I mean. I eventually did go on a date with this guy and he was yeah. super nice, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: really cool guy, but, you know, with understanding um, dating and um, being in this program, the Marriage and Family Therapy program, I kind of picked up some cues from this um, date where all he did was talk about his last relationship and that was oh, a big no-no yeah. for me. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, I mean, he didn't, he didn't even want to try to get to know me and I was like, okay, you're a cool guy, but not going to waste my energy on this.
0: These are the big decisions we have to make as adults now. Yeah. You know, especially choosing whether or not to keep people in your life.
1: Yeah. Especially if they're good looking, you know, sometimes you (laughs) have to let that go and think of yourself, your mental health, because Mm -hmm. you can't disregard your own wants and needs for somebody who's just sexy, hot, beautiful. Yeah
0: have you though like have you decided to like pursue someone mainly because they were hot? I
1: did, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it was actually like I don't the first guy I dated and you know I feel like you know I, it was my first time losing my virginity and
0: uh-huh.
1: I think it was the worst one to lose it to, but I think, you know, the universe was like, here, you need to experience this so you can kind of like build yourself up. I take it like that now. I kind of take difficult situations in that sense, but yeah, so, you know, he was good looking and like, what was it? I mean, it might not be far for Californians who drive pretty far, but in Hawaii, it's pretty far. It's like, you're driving from, you know, Waianae to downtown, that's so far.
0: Oh God.
1: But that's, you know, where I would meet this guy. And it would like be like 22, 23 miles for me in rush hour traffic.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. I think I, I saw this card. I think the first time I saw that card, it was like, I would drive on the H1 at 5 p.m. for you. Like Yes. <laughs> that is commitment. That is love. That mm-hmm. is it's only 23 miles, but it'll take you two hours. Yeah. Like at least
1: yeah and for those like people who are living in the mainland it's equivalent to la traffic i feel <gasps> it's so bad because we're going like everyone's going like 10 miles per hour or even a five on the freeway you know when it's rush hour traffic yeah. like people just don't know how to drive in hawaii
0: i have to say that i fucking road rage the <laughs> moment the second that i sit down in the driver's seat i am <laughs> enraged like there is the littlest things, like you don't put your blinker on, you're yeah. swerving in the lane, the slow person in the left lane. Like people in Hawaii have not, you've not driven in the mainland and it shows. Like yes. the, the, the efficiency everywhere else, but in Hawaii. I <sighs> There should be a cap. There should be a cap at how old you must be to drive. And I'm sorry. No, I'm not sorry but there's just <laughs> not efficient.
1: It's, 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 really
0: not, bad. it's
1: terrible. <laughs> but yes, that was somebody I kind of dropped a lot of things for. And eventually it was, you know, it was a very toxic relationship because I forgot me. I didn't put myself first. I put my wants and needs away mm-hmm. and, you know, it was somebody who was seeing somebody else too. And I wasn't about that, you know, I'm all about, you know, monogamy. I'm not about Mm -hmm. polygamy. And Mm -hmm. especially with dating, you know, if I'm going to share a bed with you, if I'm going to like sleep with you, I don't want you to do it with anybody else but me because I feel gross. And, you know, I didn't learn my lessons until after and it hurt me mentally. And, I did seek therapy. I mean, you know, I'm a huge advocate for mental health. Yes. So if you're going through that, you know, you're not crazy. Go seek therapy. It's going to help you a lot. Yeah. And it's going to save a life.
0: Talking through things, like I mentioned earlier, just really helps. And like the clarity that you get from like an outside non-biased opinion yeah, has helped me so much. Definitely. So, much. Mm-hmm. and going back to your point about like knowing yourself, knowing yourself, knowing mm. your needs, knowing your wants and putting all of that aside yeah. for, for this person. I've learned through my relationship now that mm. loving yourself and knowing what it is that you like to do and what you love to do, especially like, especially with food, like I'm, I'm a big food <laughs> yes. person. Right. So Definitely. if you're a picky eater, I, I told myself, you're a picky eater when I was deaning That I can't date someone who is a picky eater. Like if you don't like certain foods, if you don't like whatever, then I can't date you. And I think that was mainly because I didn't want to do like I didn't want to eat those kinds of things like alone, you know, because I personally love yakitori. Like I will eat everything. Oh, my God. Basically.
1: Yes. So.
0: I think I, I went to, I went on a date with my boyfriend now. And mm. I was like, I really wanted to go eat yakitori and I really liked him. And, you know, so we went and Homeboy doesn't eat eggs. Okay. He doesn't Come eat on, eggs, eggs. And you know, I freaking love that premium wrapped rice oh and toriton. My God. Okay. Yes. With that Japanese egg yolk.
1: Oh, you just, that
0: thing it, mm. and just swirl it all around. And, oh, the savory, Umami goodness. And the I hate you. Excellent Ooh. rice. Oh, so delicious. Oh, man. So I, I realized that I should not or you should not. Anyone should not give a fuck about what other people think of them. Mm-hmm. Because if that person. Bill loves you after you're eating something that they don't like that is i think that's love okay that is
1: definitely love
0: because <laughs> i enjoyed it so much he looked disgusted by it but i was so satisfied and he uh-huh. didn't fucking leave me so good all is good <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> and it doesn't it doesn't just apply to food too it's like the things that you want the things that you don't like like i personally don't like don't like to watch sports basically mm-hmm. but i'll be supportive you know i'll let him watch football i'll like you know
1: i agree oh, God. oh, God. oh love
0: it's it's dating is hard and these are just things that we're it read is again like just talk it through you know
1: yeah yeah i think we have to just ingrain it in our minds that to love ourselves to give us the most love that we can give to ourselves and not drain ourselves by giving it to somebody who is undeserving of it.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: And it's such a huge lesson to learn, but you know, so many people, smart people will still go through it, even though they understand what they have to go through. We put ourselves through that, but you know, I agree. I truly believe that it is a lesson to be learned and, you know, and it really adds to our growth in life in general, in relationships. Um, moving up to California I think you know I've been in I've dated several people and you know my last one was from California and you know long distance and I guess it was really uh-huh. very hard for him I was kind of in my head I was like why can't you make it work if you really care about me if you like me you would make mm-hmm. this work even if it's long distance. But I was so stuck in my own wants and needs and in my head, I didn't think about him. I didn't think about how it affected him. Mm -hmm. Even Mm -hmm. if I could handle long distance, Mm -hmm. he couldn't. And, you know, it's understanding that and coming to terms and letting that go. And relationships, it's hard.
0: Yeah, especially long distance too. Like long distance is... A challenge and there has to be a lot of communication there Mm -hmm. has to be a lot of trust and once you lose trust for someone I feel like that's that's really hard to come back from
1: exactly it's very difficult that's why there's marriage and family therapy (laughs) there's couples counseling (laughs) you know I think if you both want to make it work go to it try it out yes Yes. Even if you fucked it up, you can try it again if you both want to make it work. But right. yeah, coming into California, it kind of changed my whole perspective on dating and mm-hmm. understanding who I am. And, you know, with being fully invested into the law of attraction and manifestation, you know, I feel like I was attracting the right people to date here. Mm-hmm. And it was a good thing. I mean, it is a good thing. I feel like I've learned my lesson with it. Um, I mean, I
0: <laughs> I feel like moving to LA was a really good move for you. It was something it was. you always wanted. I think it was something that you needed to yeah. you yes. needed to get away from this place. And I think we all do like living on this island as much as we love it, as as much as we've been born and raised mm-hmm. here. Um, we've grown this connection. Um, but I think something that we'll have to realize is that it'll it'll always be there, it'll always be here. Mm-hmm. I mean the aloha spirit is is totally a real thing and once you've come here and experienced it lived it it's yeah. it'll never change yeah yeah
1: and for us it's home will always be home for us
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: and it's not going anywhere unless a ballistic missile actually hits <laughs> But
0: <laughs> you know what shit was two few years ago it was on my birthday it landed on my was birthday it? yeah, yeah. It January thirteenth. It was it, it was on my birthday. I was like getting ready. We were gonna go like to the store to go get ingredients for pancakes to make pancakes. And uh-huh. I was like, oh my god, we're gonna die! Oh my god, holy shit! You know?
1: Yeah, you, you know. I remember you telling me about this.
0: Yes. Oh my god. I but <laughs> I actually really think I strongly believe that Hawaii is well protected. <laughs> I think we're well I agree. protected. I think we, we have. have- yeah, we have the enough. I'm putting my trust like secure, into yeah. our government. I'm so yes. to our, to I feel military. secured.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I
0: feel safe. I feel safe. Yeah, me too. Well, I don't and know. If, and if it happens, you know, it happens. it happens, I'll be ready.
1: Yes, it was a really great move for me, and yeah. it really did expand my own understanding of who I am. and mm-hmm what relationships can bring to me and I think I am well I know I don't think I know Mm. I'm ready for a relationship now
0: yes I think so too especially the
1: universe yeah yes the universe has heard heard me and I put it out there and I am just waiting and you know last year I've been doing this thing where I meditate in the morning and meditate at night. And most of my meditation I feel was mainly for relationship. Because I feel like everything else I have a good grasp on and controlling, Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. my career, my family, my mental health, all that things. And the only thing that I was really missing was that life partner, my twin flame. And someone
0: to experience life with.
1: Yes. And so I meditated a lot last year and I've been getting the word patience. And I've been hearing like, okay, like patience for what, you know, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. and so I kept like, I guess I was like, okay, do I be patient for a relationship? Mm -hmm. Is that what the universe is telling me? But Mm -hmm. upon consoling Mm -hmm. with my fellow friends Mm -hmm. and meditating again and again and again, and I came to this realization, this huge revelation that the universe has been telling me to be patient with myself and to trust my own process yeah and you know i think that's that's really how i came out to my parents because i was like okay i was patient enough to wait this long i was patient enough to give myself this time and space to actually tell them and you know it's still a huge work in progress for myself too with being patient for myself but i think i was just seeking that relationship and you know the universe was like no give it to me put it on my hands and i will guide it to you and i feel like this and i know this year is going to be my year yes yes
0: certainly is going to be better than 2020
1: yes definitely Uh, oh
0: gosh Okay.
1: okay okay
0: Uh, I'll talk to you later. Love you. Love you so much. Bye, Ben.
1: Bye Bye.